You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 36, Restless. Well, welcome back. We talked on our last last episode about FOMO. And something we mentioned when we were talking about FOMO was this idea that that's commonly felt if you have the restless saboteur. So we wanted to dive into what the restless saboteur is. First, before we start, Mom, I did want to say if you are curious about how you sabotage yourself, um, there's, I think we've, we've talked about this before, there's like nine different ways you can sabotage yourself in this assessment, right, Mom? Nine? Yep. Yeah. And if you want to learn kind of how you sabotage yourself, it's a really great thing. It's been so great for me to learn, like, little tricks on how, okay. How your survival brain works. It's basically just, like, how your survival brain works, yeah. Exactly. And, like, once you kind of see that, you can kind of play with it. Or you can kind of see what's coming. So if you want to go take this assessment, there is a link in our bio We've both taken it. We've done the program. We love this assessment. I feel like it teaches you so much. So if you do want to learn if you're restless or not, you should go take that. If not, we are going to be diving into restless today, though. So restless saboteur. Mom, what number is that for you on your saboteur list? Oh, let's see. I think it's, like, pretty down there for me, which I think shocks you. (laughs) That's very shocking. Because I, well, I don't feel like I'm super restless anymore because I've discovered, like, what the tendencies look like. But it yeah. really isn't up there for me, which means I have other saboteurs that are doing more damage. <laughs> but <laughs> Which I means have, you just have so many more problems. <laughs> I have in my life definitely been restless. And, I, and when I learned about, like, what that looks like and, and how that's trying to keep you safe, I'm like, oh, I see definitely what I was what my brain was trying to do there. You know, I was definitely trying to just like be busy to escape from like my fears, my anxieties, any painful feeling. Right. Which is good. I mean, I wasn't like doing anything crazy damaging, right. As far as creating more negativity, but it did affect me and it affected, you know, you and people in my life. Right. So. Yeah. 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 So. You've kind of talked about what it is, but, like, dive into maybe what the restless saboteur is, those tendencies. Okay. Well, and I think we've talked about saboteurs, like, we had that the yeah, sabotaging we episode. Have. But so this one, this will be kind of a repeat of what we talked in there, but this, this goes a little bit deeper into this one saboteur. But constantly in search of greater excitement in the next activity, okay, and constant busyness. So you can kind of see how this definitely relates to FOBO. Right. For sure. Um, sure. The feelings that the restless saboteur give you is FOMO very, very, very easily. Um, It can also be a strategy of your survival brain to escape from from just dealing with hard things and hard feelings. Okay, so um, if it's like if like if I was get like if you wanted to see, gosh, is that me? Like, here are some characteristics, right, that you can kind of like examine. Are you easily distracted and get scattered? 
Do you stay busy juggling many different tasks and plans and like to call yourself a multitasker? Okay. Yeah. Do you seek excitement and variety and you, you more than you would seek comfort and safety? See, like, okay. that's not me. I don't see. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely like would rather have comfort or safety. So, like, again, this is a general description of mm-hmm. someone who tends to be restless, but not everything is going to like it's general. So you just kind of have to right. see what what's true for you. So that's not true for me because I would say I definitely am seeking comfort and safety more than I am excitement and variety. But that's a good yeah. question to ask yourself to know if you're restless. Um, you bounce from unpleasant feelings very quickly. And when I say bounce, I think another word for that would be escape. Um, You seek constant new stimulation. Those are like common characteristics, okay? And so again, like this is your survival brain giving you messages that like is like saying this is how you can best survive. Right? Yeah. And it just turns out to be like restless messages. Yeah. When I think of the restless avatar, I like to just think of the word distraction, distracting. Like you Mm -hmm. are just trying to distract yourself and not think about what's going wrong or what could hurt you. Like it's literally like, like think of a baby and someone's rattling a toy in front of the baby and the baby's just looking at that. It's like, that's what you're trying to do for yourself. You're trying to just focus on this one really fun thing and just look at it and don't look at your surroundings, ignore everything else that maybe isn't going good, which of course you, you would probably say this, it's going to lead to those problems probably getting bigger, right? Cause you're ignoring them, being more scared of them. Mm -hmm. Like you're just more scared in the end, but the rattle is so fun. Right? Like it's it just is. So, it's just so much easier to focus on that. But but is it all the time though? Because restless people like times I've seen you restless, you're you're just running around doing like chores all day. That's not that fun. I <laughs> well, that, sorry, that what my sound brain like is a, telling me. <laughs> right. Right. Right, which is why it's I like, are you actually having was, fun? Yeah, like I was actually like restless because I was using busyness to distract me from maybe my yeah. feelings. Yeah. And I, and I just kept doing it and I never actually just sat down and figured out my feelings. And if I would have done that, I, I would have been able to save a lot of energy and I would have learned about myself and I would have learned, okay, like maybe these thoughts that are giving me these feelings aren't even true. It's like, I'm not even willing to go and discover. Right. And so I feel like a restless person, it's very common to like not know yourself. Right. And like not really understand yourself. And you're just kind of out there doing like, again, falling into FOMO, like just doing what everyone else is doing and just trying to find more excitement, but not really knowing if you even like that. Yeah. Totally see how it relates to FOMO after that. Yeah. Totally see that. Whenever I'm learning about a saboteur, I like to like picture like the most typical, like Annika and I talked about our judges like the most yeah. typical like character, right? Which they're it lovely, is aren't they? They're lovely ladies. Oh, they're um, but such brats. When I think of restless, I think of like the Tasmanian devil, like and Bugs Bunny, just whirling oh. around, always, right? Never just oh, I like sitting that. there and just being present and like, uh, like knowing where he even is. He's just zipping around everywhere. You know what's funny about that, actually. 
because I'm just sitting here thinking about that. What's funny is you don't think of that character as like a character. Like you don't think of them and you're like, they have this personality. They have these traits. It's just kind of like a thing there. Like and it's like, like when you compare it to like, yeah. And you compare it to like Bugs Bunny. He, you can say what qualities he has that makes him different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's funny because it's like, if you're just doing all this and you're just doing what everyone else is doing, it kind of does take away you finding yourself. Like you were saying earlier, like it can be harder to like know yourself because you're just going out instead of looking in. And it's just funny that that one is the one you chose because I can see that. Yeah. Um, But I do, what I do love about the saboteur test also is the fact that it shows you, it tells you what your pot, like, our saboteurs, they're not, it's not good that we have them. They're not, like, helpful to us. But it, this test does tell you the positives. Like, like, your, your natural strengths that maybe you just overdo and it turns into a saboteur. Yeah. yeah. So what are the natural strengths of a restless person? Okay, so I think, like... Before it turned into like a negative for you or like a distraction yeah. or like trying to get away from your emotions. First, you just naturally are like a high energy person. Lots of energy and vitality. Oh, okay. I love that. Um, you're, you're curious. You're spontaneous. Um, uh-huh. You're contagious, right? Like you can get other people excited, enthusiastic. Totally. You're capable of a lot of creativity I think right yeah. like if it's just kind of natural for you to be able to create and like get things done like productive I think um probably engaging with others and like and want to bring other people like maybe inviting and like and like yeah. come do this right like inclusive maybe would be a quality and I think also just like someone who's capable of doing a lot, you know, yeah. like someone who is capable of handling a lot and your survival brain is like, oh, I see you have this natural gift of doing a lot. Let's abuse it. Yeah, for Let's sure. Let's abuse it and turn it into a distraction. So then look, you never have to feel bad. You never have to feel negative. You can just always go out and find something to do. Yeah. And see, that, and it's like, that's what I think has helped me so much learning more about, like, m- the saboteurs that are the strongest for me is it's, like, instead of beating yourself up, like, oh, I do kind of see that in me. It's, like, recognize the natural strengths that come from that saboteur and then see how maybe you're abusing them. Go back to its natural state. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah. productive, I think that's a huge one for restless people. Like, they're so productive. They get so much done. But it's like, see how you're maybe going too extreme with it. Pull yeah. it back to just productive yeah. instead of and, like, you know, busy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like even stressed. though, yeah, even though my, um, sab- my, that's not my strongest saboteur, right? Like I have other mm-hmm. ones that are causing me a lot more problems than this. But <laughs> as a as a young mom with four little kids, I was capable of doing a lot at one time, right? Like I had to be. And then as my kids get more independent, right, like I can see how like I just am used to doing a lot at one time 
Mm-hmm. And my saboteur is like, this will keep me safe when I don't need to. It's it's a yeah. habit. Just like anything, like our survival brain decides that, like, it's just, it just decides to use habits to run our life. Right. And that's where right. we kind of just lose control of our lives is we're just keep doing things on repeat and habit and, and not checking in with ourselves and and going, hey, this is new. Like today's a new day. Do I want to take old feelings and, and habits into today? Or do I want to like create something different? Yeah. And if I want to create something different, I have to think something different. Yeah. Which is why, you know, we talk about this and talk about these saboteurs mm-hmm. because it's all habit. And habits can be broken, but you have to choose to break them. So... That's good. I love it. So another thing I'd like to talk about when we're um, talking about saboteurs is some of the common feelings that you feel if you're in that mode, right? Like, like I, if I'm in hypervigilant mode, I'm feeling very anxious. I'm feeling very, mm, okay, like, focused on the future and what could go wrong. So I think some common feelings for restless is impatience with what's happening currently, and always wondering what's next. Um, fear of missing out, right? FOMO. Um, worried that focusing on an unpleasant feeling will will help it, will like produce it to grow, right? So you, you divert it and you go find something else. And, you know, studies have shown now that like, it, it, it has been a belief in the past that like, if I actually focus on my feeling, it will grow. Right. Which is why people are avoidant. Right. Like, let's not talk about that with her because we don't want her to go. Right. But actually, studies have shown that when you focus on it and you can name it and experience it, it actually serves you better. And it actually shortens the length of it. Yeah. Which we talk about all the time. I don't think that's anything that we haven't already said. But um, and then, you know, just like with any negativity or negative thought in our life. I'd, I'd probably be keeping, keep thinking the same things I've thought in the past, negative thoughts, if I didn't discover what they were costing me, right? So I like to talk about right. with each saboteur, what might it be costing you? Yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's fun think, sometimes to like, like your saboteur, to be like, well, it gets me where I yeah. need to go. It yeah. takes care of me. I yeah, kind of need it. This it is protecting it. me. It is for sure protecting me. Mm-hmm. I think so. It is good think, to see what it's costing. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think it takes. Yeah, you yeah you have to get to a certain place in your life where you're like, this is not what I wanted. Like, why am I yeah. doing this? Why am like you just sit back one day and like, why do I do this? Yeah. Some impacts that being restless can have on your life, and I think the number one thing that stands out to me is is like the word searching. It's like you're always searching. Like that's exhausting to always yeah. be searching and looking for greater excitement and a distraction. And if I can just find it, then I'll find peace. Like just with all of our saboteurs, it's like if I, if I just do this thing, I'll find peace. But when do you get there? Never. Because you find the distraction but then the feeling pops up again, and now i got to go find another distraction. Do you know how exhausting that is? Yeah. Exhausting. <laughs> and it never ends. Just like with me, with worry. It's like if I start worrying, 
my saboteur is telling me, worry, Karen, because if you worry, then you'll be ahead of it. And then you won't, that bad thing won't happen. Yeah. And you'll, but yeah. when that, but then I had to main, but then I have to keep doing it. <laughs> Like and and the, you're feeling it way before comes. it happens. Right. The yeah. peace never comes. So anyway, so I think like constant searching and just exhausting yourself. Um, another, another one is like the restless kind of avoids a real and lasting focus on like issues and relationships. Okay. So like things that truly matter. Right. So people sometimes just don't trust you to be there for them. Like they yeah. see that, that it's more important to you to be doing things and be distracted. So they kind of just give up on trying to create something more meaningful. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes that people in your life have a hard time keeping up with like the frenzy and the chaos of always needing to do. And again, just kind of give up that this is ever going to yeah. be something like super meaningful or deep, mm-hmm. right? Well, I think, I think it can affect the people around you for sure, because if, especially if, if they're not restless, like you were saying, you can't really keep up. And I like how you said that can halt relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they might be having thoughts. Again, we're not in charge of people's thoughts, but, but your restlessness becomes their circumstance and they're going to have a thought about it. And I think a common thought could be like, like all that matters, this is all that matters to them. They don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is that their need for, for doing things is more important than being there for me sometimes. Maybe. Yeah. And as, as you're saying all of this, the question just pops in my head that I feel like maybe somebody who is restless listening to this would have is okay. But now what? Like I've gone this far being restless. I've pushed so much back that if I stop now, oh, it's all going to catch up to me. What do I do? And as a mom, as a life coach, what would what would you say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard, Annika. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that, right? Like, it's like, where do I stop yeah. this 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 cycle? Right. And I think, I'm just. I don't know. I think my first advice was to get someone to help you get that's what I was thinking get someone to walk you through it because yeah it's gonna have you know it's gonna like anything sometimes it gets messier before it gets cleaner yeah yeah and like having having getting some help of someone who can help you process the emotions that you've been avoiding for a very long time but I I yeah yeah. that's what that would be my recommendation I agree I agree um I think another common aspect of being restless, just that I want to kind of finish up on, is yeah. that I think a lot of restless people consider themselves multitaskers. And mm-hmm. I just want to like kind of talk about how like our brains really are not designed to do that. Okay. Okay, and that's not going to promote finding joy in your life. Multitasking? Because multitasking does not create you to be able to be present and fully there. And so yeah. it doesn't it doesn't produce great quality. Um, and it's like it can be habitual where you feel feel like you have to be in and out of things all the time. So, like when I was learning about the restless, like it was really interesting. And and there was a quote by this um, Dr. Clifford Nass from Stanford, and he did a study, 
And his quote was, it turns out multitaskers are terrible at every aspect of multitasking. (laughs) They're terrible at ignoring irrelevant information uh, because they're not present. So they're not focused and their higher brain isn't open. And so they aren't able to see what's irrelevant and what is relevant. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, They're terrible at keeping information in their head nicely and neatly organized. And they're terrible at switching from one task to another. Um, (sighs) And he said the multitasker's mind is as impaired as someone who has consumed a couple glasses of wine. Isn't that so interesting? What? I feel like I'm getting so called out right now. Do you know how many times I've used that as like a strength in my life? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm a multitasker. Yeah, you're you're at a job interview. Yeah, I know how to multitask. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's funny. I think I've I think like you can do a lot of things in a day, but have a plan. And I yeah. just know for me, like when I'm in and out, that's when I'm making the mistakes. For sure. When I'm back and forth, that's when I make the mistakes. And that's when I actually lose maybe some vital information. You know, like as a mom, it's like multitasking. Sometimes I missed, oh my gosh, that actually could like that hurt. My kid got hurt and I wasn't paying attention. Right? Like I wasn't yeah. fully present with wherever I was maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, or like totally. realizing that I got somewhere and like, oh my gosh, we never put the seatbelt on. Right? Because I was multitasking, right? You know, I never fully like got to the, that present thing that I'm doing. Yeah. I see that. I definitely see that. That's so you crazy. Miss, I've, I've yeah. never heard of that. Like I've never really thought about that. Yeah. I thought that was super interesting. And believe it or not, like in the program, you know, when we talk about uh, meditation and the micro meditation, out of all the saboteurs, meditation benefits the restless the most. Like that's the best medicine is, is for a restless person is to learn how to be present, which is what meditation helps you do. So interesting, you know, I mean, everybody benefits from every saboteur benefits oh, from sure. like yeah. learning to be present and going to your body, but like, especially the restless. So like if, if you're a restless person, that's your first step is like maybe starting with some meditation and learning how to be present in the moment. And that, you know, like, again, like it's linked to that FOMO feeling and like happiness and joy is wherever your attention is, you know? So when you're like, Oh, someone's out there doing something I'm not doing and I'm missing out. It's like, what is great right here, right? Someone could be doing something exciting, but if uh, out there doing something really amazing, but if they're not present, they're not feeling joy out of it. Even if you think they are, they're not. You have to be present to be able to feel it. So that's what I got, Annika. Thanks for the really hard question. Oh my gosh, you totally just... You totally just ended this thing with one of our Instagram quotes that I'm totally going to turn into an Instagram quote. What? You can't feel joy if you're not present. Oh. Good. Congrats. You just made it to my Instagram. (laughs) Thank you. No, yeah, no problem. Oh, wow. That was really helpful. That was really helpful for me. Um, I hope that was helpful for you guys. Mom, thank you so much. You kill it every time. I swear, this podcast, I swear sometimes it helps me more than anyone else. It's just like being here hearing these snippets, hearing this advice. I just want to say, I really love it. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it just helps us yeah. together. It helps us. It helps us like, it helps us apply it by yeah. it's like, you know, they always say like, you really don't understand something until you teach it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, 
We love you guys. We hope you loved this episode. Um, we'll see you guys next time.